Welcome to Strip It Back, the podcast which helps to simplify life and live in the moment with Joanne Panetta and Renee Talia. Hello and welcome back to Strip It Back. We are here doing what we love. How are you today, Joanne? Well, my cup is full just by uh, stepping into another episode with you. I've had a beautiful morning, you know, doing live, lots of lovely things to sort of get myself set up. But this is certainly a time of day that I absolutely adore. So great to be with you. How are you going today? I'm feeling pretty good too. I feel like my morning's just started off with so many things I love and it just really sets you up for the day when you're in a world of possibility. I love it. Creating it. Good on you. Good on you. I'm missing you. I'm missing our hugs. That's for sure. Mm. But how great that we, like we always say, that we can be in this forum and for many people this is the form of 2020 communication. So let's be so thankful for that. I'm giggling away just thinking, you know, the evolution of how we communicate. It, it still comes back to connection and community. I feel so connected to you. I still feel grounded. I love our little rituals that we do together in order to maintain that. So um, what oil, I'm loving it. I'm having a smell here. What yeah, oil are we using today? Yeah, today we're using cedar woods. I love this. It's so grounding. It's very woody. Um and I, this is definitely one of my go-to oils. I like mixing it around with some others as well. But it is known as the oil of community. And how beautiful that we're here with our community. And it. it's just allowing you to really bring in, if you're feeling like you're on your own or in your own individual essence, which is beautiful, but allowing you to know that you can reach out and have the people that you love, friends, family, wider community here to hold space and that is what we are. Well, you know, an interesting segue to that is the fact that sometimes being able to speak that from an area of truth Mm. takes a lot of vulnerability. And that is exactly what we are going to be unlocking today in our conversation, the idea of true vulnerability. Now, it's a word that gets thrown around quite a lot and it's a word that has basically become um, normal in my vocabulary as it is with yours. And, um, yeah, I think there seems to be, even my body, as I say it, I don't know if you notice, my shoulders kind of tensed up a little bit. Like the idea of being vulnerable, it's very freeing and heart opening, but it also is a little scary. Um, And I think it's really important that we acknowledge that, like that physical sensation when we say the word vulnerability, it's like, uh, but it's so worth it, yeah? It is so worth it. It doesn't mean it's easy, (laughs) but it is so worth it. And For me, vulnerability really means being real, like being real with yourself first and foremost and then being able to show up real for those you love around you. How would you describe vulnerability? Uh, Vulnerability for me is that essence of speaking, speaking and being in your truth and not doing what's right, like speaking and being. um, I think there's a really big difference between being and doing. 
Um, and sometimes we do something which makes us vulnerable, but being vulnerable and being in that in a whole embodied sense is really powerful. And I often I often ask myself questions to kind of guide that inquiry, as you know, inquiring mind. We can't ever let that go, us teachers. But I posed a question to myself and I wanted to ask you where you were at. So where in life are you showing up as your true self and where are you hiding? Because that, for me, is the essence of self-inquiry into vulnerability. So where are you showing up? Maybe if you like to unpack and then where are you hiding? And then I'd like to do the same. Yeah, with my closest friends like yourself and my tribe and my, yeah, the network of where I spend my most time, most definitely showing up as my vulnerable me, feel safe there, feel like I don't need to wear a mask and I can just be, like you said, embody the being of me, uh, which makes it really easy to even when I need to clean up things or when I'm celebrating something in my life or all the facets. Where I think the trickier part is is the hiding and Mm -hmm. where I would like to be showing up more vulnerable but I have resistance. And I think that even though I show up there sometimes as my vulnerable self, there can be this sense like you described with your bodily sensations where I kind of come back into me and like, no, don't want to. And I think this comes for me as a place of when I think about the feminine and growing up and what the feminine gets told sometimes of like, you know, respect your elders or you know, things like only say something nice if, what's the saying, say only um, say something nice or don't say it at all or something like those. And, you know, like so there's these neuro pathways that sometimes I get stopped by because, again, and we've spoken about blueprint conditioning, sometimes comes up for me and then there's resistance there. And Mm -hmm. then with that it's like what will they think? Should I do that? Or maybe I shouldn't say that. Even though deeply I believe that that feels right for me, I won't show up in communities like my business fully. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's even as you said that, I just went, wow, that's really brave and vulnerable to name that. Are you open and willing to unpack that a little bit? Yeah, for sure. So (laughs) I... It's something definitely I continue to work on and I and you do. People will say, but you always show up. Yeah, I do show up in forms and you will see me on the socials. But it has taken a bit of work to say, hey, when I got into business, I was so naive, I didn't realise that I then needed to be the face. And there's beauty in this and people want to see the realness. They don't want to see everything polished, I don't believe. And so showing up for me means showing up in all facets, meaning if I haven't groomed my hair that morning or I am just coming off the yoga mat or I am in my beanie walking down the street and that's the way I am, that's the way you're going to see me in some of those. And so I'm happy to share that. I guess where for me the next stretch is is really getting on and being more vocal with the depths of my work, which I know is so powerful for everyone to bring this 
alignment in mind-body connection and live from a heart space and love rather than a fear space that we can sometimes find ourselves with overwhelm of what life throws at us. And so I really believe in my work. And when I come back to that truth and that essence, I know that the power of sharing vulnerably and authentically with people and what I've received and what is there as an opportunity, my sharing for people to get is where I need to dissolve and show up. So how we do that? Well, that that's that's the next poise, I guess. And that's why at the moment I am around people doing the same thing. So at the moment, I think I mentioned this last week that I've been around people around building yourself in confidence in front of the camera and what that looks like because, again, like, I didn't go into a career in acting or actresses and that's just it. You don't need to be. You're showing up as you. You don't need to put on this hat for a role. It's the your being. And so it's just the difference in that communication. But anything I do in this world, when it comes back to doing it with community and people you love and building even a community within a short amount of time with these women that I've been a part of, you gain a little confidence, that little bit of extra, okay, I can do this, that lets you build and come over that resistance point. doesn't mean that it's not going to be there, but it just means that each time you get to do it, like we would in a kids in a classroom, the more you practice something, the more you can dissolve some of that um, anxiety or um, whatever's coming up. Mm, wow as I was listening to you there were times when you were speaking where you were so expanded you were operating from love clearly and then there were times where you kind of retracted and when you were referring to the story and when you were referring to the fears and the genetic blueprint and all of those things it's so clear when you communicate Renee that you, whether you're jumping in, operating from love or fear. And love is so you, and I know that. I also get to play in the space with you as one of your closest, closest friends that I do get to see you when you're in fear and story and lack. And that's the beauty of a real, vulnerable and authentic friendship. And what I can hear from what you're saying is that you're now willing to actually expand, um, operate from love and kind of get rid of, I guess, the story that is you know, to retract and be fearful. So it was just so nice sitting there listening to you go through that journey and I could physically see in your being I'm open and I'm expanded operating from love and I'm retracted and I'm actually operating now or communicating story from the area of fear. It's as simple as love over fear every time, mm. opportunity and lack. And you could see that when I was watching you speak. So and I hope and I'm sure people could hear as well. So thank you for being so open. It's, it's really powerful. I love that you said that because one of the tasks that one of my coaches gets us to do is film yourself and watch yourself back. Mm. Now, for anyone interested in doing a bit of work, this is something you could definitely do, even if you're not putting it out there publicly. But you can learn so much off yourself by watching yourself back. And even what comes up in you, whether you're being judgy uh, or whether you're really happy with how you're perceiving yourself. But in that, you can also see where am I actually being vulnerable and real or where am I dropping in and out? So wow. that's something that can be if you are on this journey of wanting to be how can I show up in my world more vulnerable that mm. you can take on. But what about you? 
Okay, for me, like at the moment, where are you showing up as your complete utter self in your truth and your being and speaking and where do you feel that you might be hiding Mm. or if you are hiding? No, always hiding, always. And I think anyone who says that they're not is um, living in a fantasy world and I'd love to learn how they do that. (laughs) Um, I think the beauty of acknowledging when I'm not and knowing when I'm not is the power. And we often refer to this whole idea of the work that we do, the way that we are and the way we're choosing to be means that we're constantly revisiting and catching those moments, right? So one of um, the areas in which I'm being my true self is I'm using my voice more than ever before. And one of the choices that I make each morning when I wake up, I have ritual around about eight or nine choices that I make and one of them is my voice. I choose the end result of speaking my truth in every facet of my life. Now, there's a really interesting play between speaking your truth, again, from love or fear and speaking your truth for being right, being wrong. And I've really played with that the last couple of weeks because I certainly made people quite wrong when I was speaking my truth. Um, And I had to step back and kind of mm, have a little look at what that was all about. Uh, So one one area that I had a lot of story around um, speaking my truth was at work. Now, I wear many hats in life and one thing that I do is that my wellbeing role at a primary school. I made a choice intuitively at the end of the term. We were out for a drink Um, sitting around with teachers I made the choice to go one of the areas in my life is where I create boundaries that suit me that don't and I went and I just really authentically shared about our podcast Mm. now you know how much story I had around that yeah yes I was like no 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 those two worlds can't marry because you know how can a a teacher and and all the labels and the area that I work and what I do overlap with what I love what I do what I love who I really am, what I do. Oh, it was pretty strong. And so I had to just kind of go drop the bullshit, Joanne, and you say you're speaking your truth in every facet of your life. Your truth, your gift is the nature of speech and storytelling and you work and, you know, you create this with Renee who is a like-minded soul and has the, the confidence and, and stuff to go out and share that with her community. Why aren't you? And so I just went, oh, yeah, I host a podcast. We've got three seasons. It's, um, you know, it's gone global, like talking about the success of it from so much love. And they all just went, what? What's it called? And they're all listening. Mm. And I got back to work, you know, this week I had to go in a few days just to set things up for remote learning and so many women were just like, what? Like, who are you? And I just thought, wow, it felt really good. It felt really good. Well, isn't it funny because you do wear um, roles in life and I'm listening to you and I can empathise with it all because one of my things when I started my own business was this thing of teacher, business, Renee, and how disconnected when you try and segregate it all. There's only one. Yoga teaches us oneness. And it is that being in your complete self, showing up as your role as a teacher, as yourself. Whatever role it is, 
And that is when you're in true alignment and it feels in flow. Mm. I know when I'm out of alignment, it is because I'm trying to be or wearing a mask. And that's where the awareness, catching it, like you said, can come back and say, hey, where do I need to rebalance here so that I'm calibrated? Yeah. And for me, it was just like, hang on a second. If Strip It Back is a forum for connection and community. If Strip It Back is a place to communicate from vulnerability and to educate and inspire women and men that are listening to speed their truth, what am I doing? Mm. And can I tell you the way that they view and communicate with me now is so magical. And one of the, one of the teachers actually said, seriously could you and Renee be any more alike it's like there's two of you like with the one person I said I know it's pretty special right they they've really taken it and gone wow and we often communicate um again from a space of honesty and vulnerability that educators uh they have a huge responsibility to be vulnerable they have a huge responsibility to be an in essence a communicator for people's most precious commodity their children Mm. So if we can actually get this message out to more educators and encourage them to actually step into some of the tools that we're providing and understand that everybody in this community has the power and the ability to be vulnerable and operate from love, it's only going to have a positive flow-on effect. So I am so glad I got rid of that bullshit story of, oh, God, no, I can't possibly talk about my podcast with my work colleagues and like that complete divide there was so much story around what I talk about on the podcast is really personal and I have to have a boundary and a guard up it's exhausting and I'm I'm so not prepared to be that way anymore if I'm going to really be me this is me this is me I am I'm not the woo woo teacher because that was a label I was giving myself I'm not going to go into every meeting and kind of apologise in advance for being a little bit more alternative, for asking them to ground themselves or to connect to their soul or put their hand on their heart and their stomach and do some breathing because this is who I am and that is the purpose of me being in this role, well-being adjustments coach. Am I really living up to that name if I'm not being authentic and vulnerable? Probably not. Oh, I love that. So many like light bulbs just going off right here as I'm listening to you because mm-hmm. in your being of that magic and really opening up, you've created not only a space for other human beings to be vulnerable mm. uh, because I think that's people are looking for the safety of where they can show up in that, but also by you modelling that in your being, and creating that from whether it's a work meeting or with the kids, that is that snowball happening already in a world that I believe needs to show up in a bit more of a vulnerable essence. And, hey, the next generation can only be better for it if we are encouraging more teachers to show up in their own vulnerability too. Yeah, and you, and you know I'm a person who's connected to the physical being. You're, my heart's quite quite racy right now and I'm, I'm starting to get a little bit husky. They're, I'm catching in this exact present moment that being so vulnerable and open about that, even in this forum, whew, it's, it's not easy. It's really not easy. It's letting down those masks that we've been wearing for such a long time, um, which leads me to kind of, I guess, unpack with you 
We talk about this toolbox. We talk about empowering and educating and, and opening up people to the idea of conversation around these facets. So where, like, what tools do you have in order for you to show up with more vulnerability? There are so many tools, but the first one that I think you need to come back to is sitting in with yourself Mm -hmm. and gaining and creating that connection with you. And when you've got that and you can really, um, like, fuel yourself from a space of I've got this, I trust myself, then I think then you can really share with more vulnerability. It's really hard when you are taking everything from your external world and maybe worrying about what everything else is happening out there to really be able to show up. Mm -hmm. So for me, a tool is definitely, I, I always come back to your breath work, so simple. You can do that throughout the day. You can stop, take a few breaths. Anchoring with an essential oil brings you back. So they're just simple things that I literally have on hand. You know that if I'm out, I'm the girl that's got oils ready to go in her handbag. I can take a few deep breaths wherever I am. You know, it doesn't need to be, yes, yoga is a big facet and I get up every morning to do that. But throughout the day, I'm not going to just stop and do an hour yoga class. It will be those little tools that just allow me to kind of come back into my body. Mm. I think that that's the biggest key, the mind-body connection and feeling into your heart by Mm. far. And I think when we go, 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 we're living up here in the mind, the busy that have got to get this done, and you're actually not even breathing properly. There is times where I'm like, are you even breathing? So coming back to that connection by far is the most powerful tool. And there are lots and lots of ways to dive deeper into this work. But that for me is probably the simplest thing that people can do today. Mm, Yeah, for me, it's more um, this, I have this strategy called um, carrying the load and dropping it off. Now, when you're feeling in your heaviness, when you're feeling something come up, a trigger or something that's causing you to stop being so vulnerable or getting in the way of you actually living from your heart, you would be very privy to an occasional voice note from me, which is me going, blah, 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 dropping this off um, because sometimes just speaking it into existence and having someone, if, if I was to create a vision, right, you and I carrying that load a little bit, just for a little bit for t- together so mm-hmm. I can work with that, that's really helpful. So having community around you where you can actually be your most vulnerable and authentic self to kind of go, I'm just dropping this off here. I don't need you to respond, maybe. I don't need you to do anything or maybe I am asking you a question. So being crystal clear in what I need in that moment. So I do this with you. I do this with many of our girlfriends. I do this with my coach as well. And I do it now with my mum, which is really cool. And it's a big step. And I might just say, mum, I'm just feeling, you know, uncomfortable about something, or this is making me super sad. I just need to tell you about it. And I just need you to listen, or I need you to tell me and tell you and help me solve it. That whole idea of who said we have to do it all by ourselves? 
No, you don't. And I like the way that you're you're setting what you're doing there. This is a beautiful strategy. You're setting someone up for the listening. Yes. I don't need to fix it. I don't need your advice. Advice. I just need you to listen. Yeah. Or I, I'm going to share this. Can you tell me what you? So you are responding, and you're giving them the access of like, yeah, I've got the space to respond back to you. Exactly. So I'm just going to listen or I don't have the space. So it's a two-way thing. And when you do what you're describing as the drop-off, you're actually shedding it. Yes. And the thing is, this is where I really believe that the new idea or the concept of real self-care is all about emptying before you can fill. Yes. How do you fill a bucket that's already overflowing with shit? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the fact that you can say it out and shed it, release it and let go, you're freeing up yourself to embody what more the things that you love. And it stops the rumination. It stops it being stuck in your head, the wondering. And my favourite thing that I ever, ever learned from my very first psychological um, appointment back like years and years ago was I have a condition called MSU, making shit up. And if you don't get rid of that, you start MSUing. It starts ruminating and then you're living in your head and not your heart. We mm. talk about throat, throat chakra, speaking your truth. Just saying it out loud, it takes away its power. Do you know what I mean? And that's kind of where I'm at in that journey of true vulnerability is saying, I need help. Can you help me with this? Can I drop this off for you? And you know, and many listeners would know from the very start of this podcast, that is not something that came easy to me at all. Yeah, and I think I love that we're acknowledging that because it's I do not have it all together and no. I think that that is the beauty in sharing this that no one actually has it all together and it is a work and we talk about the checklist. It's not a done thing. It's a continuing to work, lifelong learning, showing up, surrounding yourself with people who are showing up and feeling in alignment with you and I feel that that makes, oh, so much of the difference of yeah. giving yourself permission. And if you need permission, I'm granting every <laughs> listener right now a permission slip yeah. to show up you completely as yourself because you're unique to this world. Oh, teachers, you have to listen to us, right? We give permission, you know. That's, that's kind of one of the other hats that we wear as well. I wanted to ask another question around, um, I guess, vulnerability and triggers. And the reason I'm going to tell a story and then guide you with a question. So recently I was getting really, really triggered by social media. Mm. Um, And we all know that in today's society, 2020, what are we, July 2020, social media has so many pros in the sense of creating community and connection. In our case, we get to share um, the platform for our fantastic podcast. You can promote your business. We've got a book club that we're a part of. Um, All of my coaching sessions tend to have a Facebook group around them. There are so many pros. There are so many people out there speaking their truth and sharing knowledge in a really beautiful forum. What I found, though, is that I was beginning to get triggered by both ends of the spectrum. Too much sharing, sensory overload, too much positivity, boom, boom, boom. And then there was also the scare and fear tactics that came with people communicating around the current uh, situation. And I was just like, both ends of the spectrum for me at the moment are a bit unhealthy. And I had to tune in. I remember calling you and saying, I need you to be my accountability buddy. I'm going to take a week off social media. 
And that was really scary and vulnerable for me to share because it is my responsibility. I run the Strip It Back Instagram page, which meant that I had to step away from something that I'd given my word to with integrity. But there was this interesting dance between I really need this as a tool for self-discovery and I'm so glad because it's resulted in this episode being an opportunity for me to share vulnerably that I actually had to put me first before anything else and there was so much story around oh you're letting down your listeners and what about the communication of the podcast and all this sort of crap I guess that I went in and I had to just say me being my vulnerable true self I'm overstimulated right now and I need a break and I'm so glad I I logged back on this morning and I was like oh now I remember all the wonderful things about social media and it felt good So I'd love to get your feedback on what that was like for you receiving that information and what you did with it and then if you've had any triggers yourself. Mm. I love that, that you've got the awareness to be able to breach the where you need to retreat for yourself. And I think that it would be pretty hypocritical (laughs) if I wasn't standing in support of that because we say that the first thing is self. And we're here recording a podcast nothing's happened after that seven days like you know life still goes on and I think that this is the purity of stripping it back Mm. you know and for myself I knew that that was going to be thing for a week and I thought great how great that she could come to me and feel that oh good this is what's going to happen for the next week and I knew then that from my business page I was going to share some of the load for the week and it's it's honestly been fine and Mm. I think that it has been fine because we already have this beautiful open relationship it is one of the ones where we can show up pure and vulnerable crystal communication mm, Mm. and I think if anything it's just allowed you the space and creativity now because you've come with like oh you've given your mind this mental retreat that it needed and it's allowed now for a sparked conversation uh, that we got on with this morning and that would be possible yeah it's going back to like exactly what you said earlier how can you feel more fill up your bucket if there's shit in it my bucket was overflowing with shit Mm. it's just too much going on there was too much happening in my world and that was one area that I had the control over and literally I was saying to you I went before we got on and recorded today, it was like blah, 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 like literally downloads, all these downloads and ideas of what we actually can do moving forward to be of service, which is exactly what brings us joy. So, yeah, I think that that's probably really rich in the sense of I, I, I can show up with you wholeheartedly. So now I'm challenging myself to do that with a wider community. So, yeah. Yes, I love you saying that because that's both of our challenges, isn't it? Mm. You know, and by you doing... Mm-hmm. But you're doing that. That's it. I'm like, you know, great. I'm going to. I need. I know that I need to do that for myself. Social media detox, and I and I would say to other people, if you're feeling very overwhelmed, start to look at where where your leaky energy is or where you're consuming too much of. Mm, absolutely, mm. and it's that, and it's again, it's boundaries. And I keep going back. We keep hitting on all of these topics that we've talked about. It's proof again that we don't just go tick. We're always revisiting. It's cyclical, it's cyclical, it's cyclical. Just and like that beautiful book. They're yeah. so like intertwined, aren't they? It's they like you're saying. 
Mm-hmm. What about you? Are there any things, um, so I know we talked about how social media can be a trigger. Was there anything else, um, I guess, holding you back or an area that you're kind of unravelling in regards to vulnerability at the moment? Um, I think the socials is definitely a big one for me, but what um, one of my coaches threw a question out the other day is around your personal profiles. Mm -hmm. So whether you have a business or don't have a business, most people have a personal profile and how do you go up there and present yourself? And because I run my business, I'm very much on the socials for Rebalance Naturally. I very rarely on my personal profile Mm. and I went to my personal profile to see what I have on there it's just generally sharing a bit of show and tell but she also challenged of why don't you show up there for community and connection and this has been something that's hit me the last few days because I would hope that anyone in my personal community could feel that they could approach me at any given time you know there is a lot happening in the world and Mm -hmm. at the same time I'm not really showing up there and having a chat so this is definitely something I want to challenge myself with is showing up and it not being just happy birthday or um, I'm sharing my holiday or I'm sharing like we were at such and such and it just being superficial things but rather just being able to show up and check in and so I think that's been a challenging question because for some people there you know I opened my account probably when I was a teenager And knowing like there's all these facets of people when you were at school, when you've got your first job, when you've, you know, gone on your first travels, when you've then, you know, get your second job and all these facets of collection of your whole life or what seems like a lot of your lifetime and showing up for them. Mm. So that's definitely an area for me. Mm. Wow. What What a deep conversation, right? What a deep conversation and I, and I feel like this is something we can certainly revisit. Um, I hope that people listening have, have really gotten something out of it and I think, again, I hope people can hear our vulnerability being shared in the present moment. So absolutely magic. Now, in true Strip It Back style, Renee, what's been your small win for today? I baked a maple hazelnut fudge like Yum. yesterday yeah and I had like it with my cuppa before jumping on this podcast episode and I'm like that's the first time I've made that and it is a winner it's so delicious mm, so, so once we can see each other again you you might get a little try of that so that's oh. my little small win for today I loved it absolutely no. uh for me it's been um cleaning up and not actually in, a, in an emotional sense. Well, maybe I've culled my wardrobe and it felt really good. Like I threw out and donated nearly three garbage bags full of stuff. Oh, and I was like, yeah. talk about creating space. And I've gone all Marie Kondo and hugged things and like, does it bring me joy? I've pictured when I wore this, how did I feel like, and you know, and it, and it felt good. So, that's so good. Yeah, cleaning up in the physical sense and then creating more rooms. So, yeah, it's been really lovely. Mm. Oh. It's been so good again. So good to see your face on the screen. Too. 
Look forward to seeing you all soon and thank you to our loyal listeners. Can't wait to hear what you think about this episode and can't wait to launch another one with you in the coming weeks. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Strip It Back. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate it if you could kindly leave us a review. 